0: Damn Fine TV would like to take a moment and thank our amazing patrons. You guys continue to blow us straight out the way with all of your ongoing love and support. First
1: up, big thank you to Alyssa, Alex, Ivy, Patrick, Craig, Norman, Coral, Jen, Michael, Jeremiah, Amelia, Kyle, Jenny, and Jess. You are all the bees knees. Thanks for being part of the damn fine
0: hive. Buzz, buzz, babes. Buzz, buzz, babes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And now for our newcomer, the one, the only Evan. Thank you for being Evan. Wait, I think we've done this before. Okay. We'll just have to think of something else on the fly.
1: Yeah, we'll just be spontaneous, which I know Evan loves, especially when he has some advance notice about it.
0: hmm Okay, how about this? Oh, we get by with a little help from Evan. Or, um... Yeah, your name's Evan. I don't remember what song uh, I wrote down, uh, so I just okay. made up a new tune. <laughs> right, Okay,
1: Jasmine, I think that's plenty. <laughs> so thank you, Evan. You
0: going to do. Yeah, thank you, Evan. <laughs> thank you to thank all you of all. our amazing yes. patrons. We love you guys. It's always so much fun. And here's to many more months together. Yes. <sniffs> Bye. Bye. Hello, finers. Just want to let you know this episode of Damn Fine TV is available in video format over on our Patreon page patreon.com slash damn fine tv where you'll find a number of other of our podcast episodes available in video format as well as patreon exclusive videos and hangouts and discord channels and stickers and much much more so head on over if you're looking for more damn fine content but no matter how you're listening thank you for listening and please enjoy this episode
1: I have no idea
0: where this lead is, but I have a definite feeling it will be a place both wonderful and strange. I'll see you again and so meanwhile. Listening to the dream of time and space, I'm Jasmine. And acting peculiar, I'm Mel's. Welcome to Damn Fine TV's Twin Peaks Rewatch.
1: This week, we're covering The Return Part 10, sometimes known as Laura is the One, or as we're calling
0: it, The Darkness That Remains. Listeners, flies are buzzing and electricity is humming, but the drapes are finally running silent. So let's rock.
1: (whistles) This episode first aired on July 16th, 2017. It was written by Mark Frost and David Lynch and directed by David Lynch.
0: David Lynch, as always, I have a oh, feeling he's going to be directing each <laughs> one of these. <laughs> Something tells me.
1: I don't know what it is,
0: though. <laughs> it's just a hunch I have. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, what did you think? Part 10.
1: I mean, lo- obviously still loving it. Um, I had, so mainly with the Richard stuff, I guess it really is sinking in on like a rewatch about the sounds with the violence. Well, there's the Steven part too, but that felt, I guess the first time around you could see that, like as far as like the Richard stuff being like with Miriam, you know, like all you heard were the sounds and things like it. Is so violent. And I, I just did. I mean, I knew it was happening the first time around, but I mean, it just didn't like give me the goose pimples like this time around, I guess, if that makes sense. So, yeah. But yeah, I'm loving it. And it was a heavy episode, though, because yeah. th- a lot of it did focus around or center around, you know, like Richard and things like that. But we had happy moments, too, that I was very excited for. So lo- I love it. I mean, <sighs> You know, that's going to be my always my overall.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You're right. It's a heavy episode. And I found myself reluctant to do my second watch for notes because it is so heavy. And we've talked about this before. Like, violence doesn't necessarily bother me, but I think gratuitous violence really gets to me. And unfortunately, I think this episode has some gratuitous, unnecessary stuff that kind of. Puts this episode at the bottom of the barrel of the return for me so far. Like, I just, yeah, even today, rewatching For My Notes, I took a break like halfway through and was just like, meh. I mean, e- like, even the pacing is off for me. There's so many small scenes and then back and forth between certain locations where, I mean, I'm just always gonna be a much bigger fan of long ass scenes that go on forever instead of the going back and forth like that. It's just not my preferred pacing and that's a subjective thing. So a lot of people are going to be the exact opposite too. Right. So.
1: Well, and you make good points because you're right. Like as I was making my notes too, I was like, Oh, okay. Well, that was a one sentence scene. Let's move on. Yeah. You know, and, and usually with the return, it's like, I have a lot of good like, notes surrounded around, so, but it is like you said, it's because the scene are usually a lot longer in length. So yeah, there was a lot of that smaller, you know, shorter little one off scenes. And that does does definitely change the pacing, especially after, you know, we had the sweeping scene and, and we had everything else. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or just like so many minutes of moving through smoke from an atomic bomb.
1: Yeah. that's like, you know. Kind of stuff, like- <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it's a tough one, but. And there's a lot of scenes where I'm kind of struggling even to, like, make sense of my own feelings about them. So I'm looking forward to us breaking things down so that I can maybe get a better handle on them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, let's just go ahead and start breaking it down. Let's do it. Breaking it it down. Breaking it down. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Richard visits with Miriam and she informs him that she's already notified the police about the hit and run. Richard doesn't take too kindly to the news and calls Chad. So, I mean, right out the gate, obviously. Like, I know I just mentioned this in my overall, but um, yeah, we know that Richard Horn is a douchebag. I mean, that's not going to change. But, like, I just hate him even more this time around, you know? And I'm just like, fuck you, you know? And we've talked a lot, too, about that, invasion of like a home invasion like that the way it makes you feel and so i know this wasn't like a break-in but the fact that she had him pretty much though it was right i mean she was aware that he was out there you know it wasn't uh you didn't know someone was in your house type situation but it was so i i hated it so much you know because yeah yeah because i was like not not you just helping yourself right on in to, to hurt her, you know? Well, Ugh. even
0: the way he breaks in, though, too, the way he uh kicks in the glass of the door, I mean, he's clearly done this before. Yeah. Which yeah. made it all the more worse. But this scene is not the one that I have an issue with. I feel like the choice to... Not go inside the trailer with Richard and to just let us listen to what was going on instead of showing us what was happening. Like the sounds mixed with my own imagination was enough to make a fucked Uh up picture of what was going on in there. So I think that was a good choice. But it's obviously, I mean, yeah, we're just, we're kind of doubling down on Richard Horn is a dick. Like,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I
0: mean, I was surprised when he pulled up that he even bothered to like park in the parking spot. Like, I don't understand. Like, he's really, we know he's not good about road rules, so why is he parking (laughs) properly? (laughs) I mean. But it did make me notice that his car is so weird. It's like all this different colored paneling. I'm pretty sure it's just black, red, and maybe white, but maybe silver, but at Mm -hmm. least black and red for sure, so.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I guess it's down to the primer in some parts or whatever. But yeah, and it, and yeah, that's that's the Richard Mobile, the Dick Mobile, for sure. So, mm-hmm. and then there's also just, you know, like Miriam doing the right thing by notifying the police. I do you think it was a little gratuitous, though, as far as like, she not only called and told them, but she also wrote a letter. I mean, <laughs> almost I was like, ma'am. If maybe if you hadn't written the letter, I don't know, like, would it have gone different for you? And I'm not
0: victim blaming or anything. I'm just she saying. She did like, give him too much information, though. Too like, much. she needed to stop talking. But she's such yeah. a good person that she doesn't think that doing that is going to lead to what it all led to, right? So, yeah,
1: for sure. But man, um, I know. I, I was like, the more you tell him you did, the better the the he's going to yeah. get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you know we already knew he was in cahoots with Chad, but of course he would call Chad and and need him to intercept the the letter to the sheriff. So
0: mm-hmm. we'll move on from Richard. I think yeah, we're, with that. we're gonna have enough of him in this episode. So
1: <laughs> that's true. Okay, well I lied. We do see Carl again. I don't know if y'all remember <laughs> when I was like, I don't think we
0: see Carl anymore after um. He them. Oh, I, do you know? I do remember that, but I thought for sure you meant in the episode. Oh God, no! I legit was like, he's not in the return anymore. He's done. So he you're had done. one episode,
1: and when this scene came up, I was like, "Wow, Bob! Wow, <laughs> how could you?" I so- wonder how many
0: people took it episode-wise, like I did, or like what you meant with like not in any episode to come. Sound off below and yeah, let us know, yeah. because I will be
1: full on honest. And I totally meant we're not ever seeing him again in the return. So, Funny. Um, but my bad. <laughs> Strumming away at the fat trout. He witnesses a dispute between Becky and Stephen. Oh, another mm-hmm. really hard thing. And. And, you know, he makes the comment like this is a, you know, a fucking nightmare. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's so uncomfortable. But yes, God, Stephen Rose. And I love that actor so much. Like he was in Get Out and then he was in something else I watched not too long ago. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Stephen So yeah, I love that actor, but I'm just like, ooh, I can't even stand to look at you playing Steven. You know what I mean? I'm just like...
0: He puts everything into it. I mean, he's even doing like the snot bubble. Like he is going there with this character. Yeah, he's veiny. He's red. Like the rage is very real. I mean, he's an excellent actor.
1: The only silver lining in that is Carl's... uh, Yeah. I mean, his beautiful song, but... Even that makes it so much more jarring, in my opinion, because you have Carl singing this beautiful, you know, song with with the acoustic guitar. like soothing. And then all of a sudden, when that mug flies out the window, it's like, uh uh-oh. It's that, and it's just like we were talking about, like, when he was in the park with the hit and run. Like, everything was so nice and, like
0: peaceful and then that happened you know what I mean so I know and it's like it's a bit of a palate cleanser as we leave the scene with Richard and then as that mug comes crashing through the window it's like that's crashing through this like nice serene dream-like thing that we're having and then it's the nightmare as Carl says so absolutely yeah so What is Steven mad about? I don't know if we're going to learn this later. But he knows exactly what Becky did, so... But
1: what is he talking about? I genuinely... This is not me playing coy because I've seen it. I genuinely do not know or recall if we ever, quote unquote, figure out what Becky did. I'm willing to bet it's nothing. And so I'm just like, how dare you? Like, well, just give us some... What is it that she did so bad? I I don't know. I have no idea.
0: And because... Well, last time we saw them, everything was so lovey-dovey might be a stretch. They were on drugs, so things have a silver lining, I suppose. or Not a silver lining, but like rose-colored glasses, I guess, a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. Things have gone downhill. So – at least with that, this scene is doing something in terms of, like, showing us that it's not all drugs and going out for dinners on Shelly's dime all the time. Like, there's some serious <laughs> right. things wrong. This is definitely proving what those – or what Shelly was saying to those women at the roadhouse. Like, she's she's not with a good dude. Right. Yeah. So, I like, I don't know. He could be strung out of his mind and Becky didn't do anything. And that's literally probably what it is. And it's so –
1: Leo and Shelley,
0: like oh, you know what I mean. Definitely echoes of that, yeah. And and it's like, sad. Even in my notes, I said there's echoes of Leo and Shelley. And even though Stephen doesn't hit Becky, it's still just as frightening.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's still abuse, it's-
0: and it's still terrible.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, while the Mitchums catch up on business, Candy catches a fly right across Rodney's face. I mean, this is one of those short scenes, obviously, but I. <laughs> No matter how many times I see it, <laughs> I laugh like nobody's been... I mean, she has a very visceral, like, oh uh, you God, know, yeah. the reaction to it. But it's just the fact that she just decked his ass with the remote control. I don't know why, but I'm like, this is hilarious. And... And he's so stunned. And then obviously when um Bradley comes in, he's like, Candy, what did you do? I feel like <laughs> the whole thing. I'm just like, they're so stupid. Like the Mitchum brother, but I love them so much. Yeah, in like, some <laughs> ways they're
0: like a little bumbly, aren't they? But they <laughs> but they're also like these gangster type so bad. people. So yeah, it's a really <laughs> weird like contrast. But the scene is so confusing though, because Like, is it meant to be a contrast between the other violence that we've just seen? And then, but like, how is it a contrast? Because Candy isn't intentionally inflicting harm on Rodney. Like, I think she was so engrossed in catching this fly. And as soon as she realizes what she's done, like, the guilt is so real. Like, she's clearly so remorseful. But I was like, is this a comment on women abusing isn't the same as like men abusing or like, is this meant to show that the Mitchum brothers aren't actually that violent because they, their response, I mean, they try to get candy off of Rodney, but mostly just so that Bradley can even see what the fuck is going on. Like they're not violent towards her or like physical in any way. So.
1: And I like this, like, to be honest, like, and what I mean by that is I love the, and I think that's why I love the Mitchum brothers because it's like, they're the big bad gangsters and ooh, nobody wants to cross them and oh, you know, they're gonna get revenge and they're gonna do all this. But yeah, like you would think if they had that uh persona, then what happened with Candy would have had devastating results. Absolutely, from Candy. but and it's really it there's so much like um, you know, regard for her too. Like once they like Rodney is like, I'm fine, you know, and it's just mainly then it's like sweetie, uh, like, yeah, like, a- you need to stop <laughs> yeah. now.
0: It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh,
1: so that, yeah. And I think that's why I like that because yeah, like I said that you, you want them to be the big bad, but they're just like little
0: teddy bears really, you know? like <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's, it's gotta be that because you put Richard or Steven in the position of Rodney and Candy is not coming oh, out in good shape. Yeah,
1: yeah, or like even Mr. C, for that matter. Like sure. any, anybody yeah. we've seen inflicting a, violence. A lot so of people far.
0: so far in the return. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Like it would be a devastating outcome. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, Dougie gets a checkup, and Janie E. likes what she sees—a perfect and remarkable specimen.
0: <laughs> Love that she does the like mimicking of the line. You know, just like her husband's <laughs> been doing this whole time. It's a nice little beat. <laughs> I I got really stuck on this comment from Janie E about how they'd been planning Sunny Jim's birthday party for six months. Have you ever planned a birthday party for James for six months? No. 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 Maybe like six days.
1: <laughs> Maybe. If that. Yeah. I'm like, like only, only enough, enough time for me to order things that need to get here. Yeah. Like, never six months. What the no. fuck were they doing for six months? Well, and I mean, honestly, what like, I know we don't see the birthday party, but I'm like, there's no evidence of it being that spectacular. They had, so cake. I'm not, they had
0: cake and balloons. That's standard shit.
1: But what is she so mad about? She, listen, she's still in break stuff mode, right? She's yeah. like, fuck this guy. I'm tired <laughs> of him. Yeah. And it. And I love how she's just on the rant so much that it really takes a doctor being like, you've lost weight. And mm-hmm. oh my God, Dougie, like, you like, for her to, Kind of snap out of it and then be like, oh my God, yeah. I have a hunk of a man here. Yeah, you know? It takes
0: her a minute to see all those abs for some reason.
1: For some <laughs> reason. I mean, as soon as he t- But then again, she's used to seeing Dougie take his shirt off, so I guess she just wasn't preparing herself to be wild or anything. Yes, <laughs>
0: that's very true.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Well, back with the Mitchums, Candy has a nervous breakdown when they catch Ike the Spike's arrest on the local news, along with Dougie's attack, they fell Mister Jackpots.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they're gonna save a whole whack of dough for not having to whack Ike. <laughs> whack a dough, yes.
1: <laughs> I do, and nice. These, these are nice. I like yeah. these are the things where I'm like, I, I love. Um, it's it's. Oh, I am going to get roasted for this. It is Jim Belushi, right? Because the other Belushi is the one that died.
0: I don't know. Should we Google for the first yeah, time? Yeah, I, w- well, I will Google. You Googled on, on episode eight, actually. And oh, I, I was, no. I was very close to like putting in some some sort of background music to be like dun dun dun, <laughs> but I did not <laughs> <You> do anything.
1: <laughs> totally should have. I've got it right here because I was looking at. Um, I think it's Jim. It's Jim. Well, yeah, it is yeah. Jim. Okay. Yeah. Woo. All right. Like, I love him so much. And so it's so for me, it's great to see him in the return. But Bradley, like Rodney and Bradley both. I love them. But there is something about Bradley that I am just like, honestly, come live with me and be a mother. I don't care if you do your gangster stuff. Like, I just want you doing noise like in the background and like (laughs) all of this, you know.
0: (laughs) I know. I love both of them so much. And it's so interesting. Based on the first inter or like their first introduction, they seem so different, and like yeah, maybe this fly stuff is a way of us uh, seeing a different side of them or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I love to catch them hanging out though. It's great.
0: No, they're great, and we're gonna get a lot more great stuff from them.
1: Oh gosh, I can't wait. Yeah, I do love though the way that. Okay, this is probably I I, I don't live in the Vegas area of Nevada, so I don't know, but I love. The fact that if it's true or not, that it's like rolling the dice to get what you're going to talk about on the news. I find that that to be great. It's like, what's up next? Whoa, roll those dice. All right, local (laughs) news. I just, I love that so much. I was (laughs) here
0: for it too. I mean, I might actually watch the news if it was that exciting.
1: True, true. I need some entertainment, like, with the with the news that you have to offer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I also loved, like, so when we find out that the Mitchums had a hit out on Ike, and then, so they were connected to Ike, who's connected to, quote-unquote, Dougie, but they're also connected to Dougie. It And we're going to get more of this later, too, like with Duncan Todd and Anthony, but it felt like old school Twin Peaks of like uh, Josie, you know, being in cahoots with Hank, but also being in cahoots with Ben, who's getting double crossed by Catherine. And it's hard to keep track of all of the connections and interactions, but it's so like diabolical. And I don't know, it was giving me those vibes. I was enjoying it.
1: Alright, well, Janie E has an itch. Only Dougie can scratch. And by the looks of both of them, he hit the spot startling Sonny Jim <laughs> in the process. Oh, and I do have something. Sunny Jim. I know. I do have something for this.
0: What <laughs> was that dolphins?
1: <laughs> That's our sex noise in case anybody has not figured that out yet.
0: It's been a while. This is
1: it ha it has. This it still cracks me up. I, it was one of my favorite things for my first watch through. I love the way it's like she's rubbing her feet together. I love this whole thing. Like she ha- twirling her hair and this man is just eating a piece of cake. Like oh he is God. not in this universe. I Jamie so loves knows. Mr.
0: D and Mr. D loves cake.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's the gist. Um, and then, yeah. And then obviously when it, es- you know, it moves up to the bedroom. The look on his face, like I every time, it's just like <laughs> I'm just like this is wonderful. I mean, Dougie, Mr. D is getting his
0: world rocked, and he has not he does not know what's going. On. He has no idea what's hitting him. I'm like, I hate to be a downer, but this is one of the scenes where I'm struggling to like be okay with what's happening because, I mean. Cooper can't get to the bathroom before he pisses himself without help he, from people. With the consent he can't. Part. He can't put his fucking tie on correctly. He can't carry on a conversation. How can he possibly consent to this? And, like, I know it's supposed to be funny and, like, whatever. She doesn't really realize what's going on. For the record, I don't think Janie E has done anything wrong. Like, she doesn't no, 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 know no. what yeah. the fuck is going on inside of this man that looks like her husband. Um, I don't know. It's just, I think, I think the, the heaviness of this episode for the first time, I've always laughed at this part, but for the first time I was just like, I don't know. I mean, I guess he likes it by the end, which is great, but he, I mean... He's not there. And we've, like, compared him to a baby trying no. to relearn things, which just, like, that was in my head, too. And I was like, no, 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 no. Well, see, now
1: he's moved into teenage. He's a teenager okay? like he's now. He's advancing, okay? So this is like, yeah. losing the V card, right?
0: right. And, and he's so- with an older woman who knows what she's doing. She's got the bases covered. You just
1: lay there. Let me handle what's happening. Mm-hmm. I, I know what you mean. I mean, and that is a true thing, though, because obviously it, it is very sticky. You're right. Because no pun intended. Ooh. But <laughs> <Ooh>. not sticky. <laughs> but no, you're right. Like we know that he doesn't have all his faculties. And but the, oh, the flip side of that, like you mentioned, I mean, JDE doesn't know this. So it's kind of like right. it's it's just a, it is a weird type thing when you really look at it, though, because it's like, well, she thinks she's just having an ex- an experience with her husband, who
0: um, acts like this from time to time due to the right. car accident that he was in. So to her, right. nothing is different. Like,
1: honestly, and this is probably going to be crass, but I am who I am. Maybe if he couldn't get it up, Ooh. we would be talking differently. Like... I. I mean, you know, so maybe it was like, well, he has... <laughs> let me tell you all the birds and bees, people. Uh, he has an <laughs> erection, so I guess perhaps he's in... You know, like, that would be his... <laughs> I don't know. Like, way of being like, it's okay. No, I don't know. But, his but dick's
0: are, Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I
1: fully understand what you're saying, yeah. though. Because, yeah, when you... If you try to take it for more than surface, it gets weird. It does. It's just... And
0: I don't think it's all bad, and I don't think it's all good. Like, I think it's one of those really complex things that's within the return that makes you think about something differently, and I think each time... Like I said, this is the first time that it's really stuck out to me and really been an issue for me. I think we started talking about this with Jeremiah, but the fact that every time you watch it, it's like a different ride every single time. Uh, oh, Should I have oh. said ride? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ma'am. I'm going to do get your head out the gutter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. No, Whatever. It right. is what it is. Like, that's that's yeah. where my head was at while I was watching it. Um and... Yeah, but I, st- well, I do, because and- we've made light of it before. The hand motions that he's making, I mean, on another watch, that's been hilarious to me. I mean, he's starfishing it. This is...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Stop. I'm not even going to... No, do not do it, Mills. ship zip. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish you would, though, but... Okay, I was thinking he's pillow prince princessing it. I don't know if you know what that means. I you don't know
0: what that means. Google it in
1: a private window. But anyway, <gasps> okay. that's... Okay,
0: okay, <laughs> Listeners Also, Oh, I'm using it incorrectly...
1: Well, also, if I'm using it incorrectly... Tell me in my DMs. Don't publicly call me out. Can you imagine? I'm not saying, like, I understand all of these newfangled sex terms, but I have come across some things. Okay, okay. And this pillow princess concept. And I was like, perhaps that's what's going on. But the starfishing is also accurate. I'm sorry. All I could, I'm (laughs) laughing because I'm literally just watching him bounce, like, this is in my Yeah.
0: Oh <laughs> <Ugh>, um, <sighs> fucking poor little Sonny Jim. Poor kid. Oh my God.
1: I felt so I was like, whoa, ma'am, hey, we all like some of us that do have children, right? We we have to keep some we have to tone it down at times, especially if your room is that <laughs>
0: Well, and like, I don't think you want your kid to wake up to that. Like
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't ever want a situation where James is like, let's call it off. You know what I mean?
0: He, like, comes in there to try and help you. Like, what's happening? Is everything okay? <laughs> Dad's
1: having a heart attack. <laughs> 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 like. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. Meanwhile, <laughs> Dr. Amp lets us know the fucks are at it again. Um, something about naked with no wool pharmaceuticals owning a lot of things, marriage and fucking, eating shit, bloating like a red balloon, and digging yourself out of the shit. And this is all to Nadine's approval. So there you oh, go. Oh, big time to
0: Nadine's approval.
1: What is it that she said? Oh, he's, he didn't, she doesn't say pretty, but I feel like she doesn't say I handsome. Think, like I think
0: she says beautiful.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Nadine. No. He's so
0: beautiful or it's so beautiful. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Also, question, L- when we talk about when things are happening in time, um, this is exactly how Nadine looked when she was watching him the last time. So I'm like, is this just a ritual you have where you watch him right. in your office at work with a milkshake or?
0: Did she have the milkshake before? Yeah, I can't remember. Ha- I feel like now I want to re- go back and look at that first scene and see what she's wearing, if she's got the milkshake, because that's a great point. I really feel like because I just got that sense of not deja
1: vu, but I was like, you look like you have it like this is still part of the original like YouTube video you've been watching. I mean, yeah, maybe she's
0: catching up on his show.
1: She could be binging. She's binge watching. (laughs) (laughs) Binging the amp. So Uh, but yes, this is also where we realize that she's obviously succeeded with her silent drapes and um i love the fact that they open and close to the shovel and i was like well yeah makes sense so. it's so
0: great i mean it's it's really it's it's so wacky nadine's whole thing about silent drapes but it's legitimately heartwarming to see that those visions and dreams have actually become a reality for her like for her it's just so yeah it's so heartwarming
1: I, I mean, you know, I was Terry. Of I course. Was like, okay, yeah. Okay, I see you, Nadine. Get your dreams coming true, girl.
0: It's such a bright um, spot in this dark episode. Well, true. And I love the fact
1: that I am getting Terry over her success while she is watching Dr. Amp cuss out the entire world. So yeah. this is just great. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> Well, and he has that line about the big red balloon, which uh, Ivy, if you listen to the spoiler section from part nine, had brought up for us, which was, yeah, it was really great to hear it this time, though, too. And I was looking for it, thanks to her, you know, because like, obviously, yeah.
1: yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'd like a big red balloon. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So thank you, Ivy. Yeah. Well, feeling spry as a spring chicken, Janie E. happily runs Dougie to work. Honestly, I was like, do I even need to write something about this? But
0: I wrote, I there is so much back and forth. I have whiplash.
1: Well, that's, that's the thing. I was like, well, okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, sure. We're the next morning. I've, I This yeah. is another thing. And I wish I had, because I didn't really take note of this or think about it until I was on my second watch.
0: But did she just put the same clothes back on? I mean, maybe, or it's just the same, like pink cardigan.
1: Okay, okay. It could just because be that. I was that, like, but... not, not. It was so good. You just couldn't change your clothes, girlfriend. She
0: doesn't even. She's not worried. She's not even worried ugh. about that sweater. See? She's just feeling too good. <laughs> yeah. Feeling I'm, good. I smell. mean, I must admit, it is. It is for as much as I was like a little whatever about the last scene this is very sweet like i can remember that feeling of what it's like to be like so enamored with somebody or you know an experience that you've had like it's it was very sweet
1: has it been a while it's been a while for me i mean listen (laughs) it comes and goes i'm just joking
0: (laughs) that's the truth no i know if you had that every single day fucking tell me how please like come on write in and
1: tell it give us your secrets what's your All right. Still fumbling around the woods looking for service. Jerry screams into the abyss again. That's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. You can't (laughs) fool me. I've been here before. Okay, Which I love the line.
1: I've been here before because I'm like, "Mm hmm. So I'm mm -hmm." not surprised that
0: you've been here before.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you're going in circles or like, do you mean that literally or do you mean that figuratively? Right.
0: (laughs) Yes. It, It could mean so many different things. And I don't think we'll ever know. No,
1: and I'm fine leaving it that way. I just love it. Yeah. And I love the fact that the phone has not yet lost any type of battery because you still get a sound from it. It's like beep beep, like no service sound. And I'm like, where is he charging it? (laughs) What's happening? There's
0: electricity in that wood, so he's charging it somehow. Well, touche.
1: Mm. Yes. (laughs) Chad being fucking Chad. Dismisses Lucy and intercepts the mail and has the audacity to touch two fucking donuts, you mm, nasty mm, motherfucker. Mm, mm,
0: mm, 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 mm,
1: you know, I was still going to bring it up this time around. I,
0: I'm so glad that you did because I specifically remember this being a huge point from our first like go around of the return coverage that, and I didn't notice it on that watch and you brought it up and I was like even more disgusted than I ever see? had been. And we were like, Annie was just touching the mail, and the mail is dirty, and then he's going to go and touch all these donuts. <laughs> COVID has taught us a lot, people. Ew, okay. ew. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> like, oh. I mean, <laughs> this is, you know, we see scenes with Richard and it's really doubling down on the evil that runs through his veins. Then we get a scene like this with Chad and the it's the double touching of the donuts that just really doubles down on the fact that Chad fucking sucks. You're exactly right on that. So,
1: I mean, and listen, I don't even want to, because, okay, I was trying to give him a little credit because I was like, okay, perhaps it was a slip up. Nonetheless, you still did it. Okay.
0: I mean, story. just say, oh, whoops, I'll take this one too. I accidentally touched it. But he's Thank not, you. he doesn't have common sense like that. So, that is no, no. I mean, no. even when he tried to like strike up this conversation with Lucy, I was like, why are you bothering with this though? Because I think Lucy thinks you're more sus now because you're doing this. Like, you should have exactly. just walked out, ignored her, and got the mail and said nothing. Like, that would have been way like, more like you. Exactly. I'm fairly certain
1: you don't try to have conversations with Lucy, especially anything that's going to lead to any talk about Andy. So, yeah, you're definitely sus in yeah. trying to speak to her. It was weird. But classic Lucy. Listen, the fact I am in love with this image of her and doofus Andy laying there having no idea what yes. time it is because the clock <laughs> is not working. Yeah. I don't know why, I, like, because I know it's silly and whatnot, but I literally am just in love with the whole scene I have in my head of her, when she's describing that, of them just laying there and being like, <gasps> what time is it? Also, were they late for work that day? I have so they many questions. <laughs> they definitely were.
0: Or they were so early. That's true. Like That's it true. was either way. But also, I love the fact that this random conversation is just about time given all of the tomfoolery with time in twin peaks like and especially with like characters like andy and lucy that probably already have a very like loose grasp on time (laughs) loose for sure
1: yes (laughs) um and then richard does obviously go out there to richard oh my god excuse me Chad no difference. Uh Chad goes out there to intercept that, you know, letter for Richard. I guess that's why I was thinking. But um even the mailman is just kind of like, what are you what doing? What are you doing? Yeah.
0: Everyone's on to him. Everyone's
1: sus of him and I'm yeah. like, I mean, let's be real. Like if I worked somewhere and I went out to grab the mail, I don't think the postman would be like that with me. So, it, yeah, it just lends more to the oh, fact yeah. that everyone in town is
0: sus of Chad. 100%. Like, it's not mm-hmm. weird for you to look through your mail, but it's weird That's for Chad that- to do it. Because why does he care? Why is he showing such an interest?
1: Why does he care? Exactly. He's not very
0: covert. I don't even know how he got this fucking job, honestly.
1: And I don't even want to think about the fact that letter went into his nasty, sweaty chest, either. Like... mm mm Gross. Okay. Well, I mean, not like we're moving on to anything any better. So mm-hmm. Richard receives a text and heads over to visit his grandmother and uncle. Unfortunately, it's not a pleasant visit as Richard demands money and upsets Sylvia and Johnny.
0: <sighs> like this is the scene that I find to be unnecessary and gratuitous and. Same. Okay. Okay. I think at the very least, it confirms or at least, like, starts to paint a picture of how Richard is involved or connected to the Horn family, right? Like, we've only known that his last name is Horn from the credits. I don't think there's been any other indication of how he's connected. So it does that for us. But And I almost wonder, like, had this scene been in another episode where he didn't just leave Miriam for dead, would it feel as gratuitous? But, like, I don't... I don't get anything from this scene. Like, I don't get anything that adds to his character, that adds to the story. Basically, when I watch this, I feel numb because my cup is already so full with the knowledge that Richard is evil that this is just overflow. And I feel like it's a waste and it's too bad because, like, objectively, it's such a good scene. Like, with the music... Um, that stupid doll repeating itself and making it just like, oh my God, great chaotic. chaotic, crazy making, like Johnny wailing out, Sylvia. Like there's so many elements that come together to make it such a good, particularly a good horror scene. But in this episode, it's lost on me. I don't know. Yeah. And it bums me out to say stuff like that,
1: but – and I agree. I mean, honestly, like, if I never had to watch this scene again, I would be perfectly fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, sure. give me the thing in the box tearing up Sam and Tracy in New York any day of the week. Yep. Yep. Honestly, even though, like, this sounds bad, but even give me Mr. C and Daria over this. Like, I, what I don't like about this, and not that it's any different because Mr. C was, uh was, being very violent and, I mean, like, committing a murder against a... a, a, I say helpless, but I mean, against a, a female. But this right here just fucking makes me sick because there are just certain things in this world that I am very sensitive to. And it really comes down to, like, children. It comes down to elderly people and animals. Yeah. But... What hurts me in this is that, yeah, this is his grandmother. So immediately I'm like, all I can think about is, it's like me and my grandma. You know, you start really looking at these dynamics and I'm like, my God, I would never. And I know I'm not like Richard, but you just, it's all that conflicting, like, hate, like, hate for him and what's happening here. But you have the grandmother and she's obviously terrified of him. And tries to stick up for herself to him, but, I mean, that's not going to work. And he's so violent to her and the disgusting words he's saying to her. And then in the middle of all that, you have your disabled uncle or or her disabled, you know, um, son, who, it's like, he gets so upset. It's like... It is like Richard carries this negative energy yes. vibe in there yes. because Johnny is so content with his little bear and it the interaction with that that this happens and he immediately, you know, like is losing it. He fall like falls out of his chair and everything. And I'm like, I can't take this. Yeah. This it's is so too much for me. You it know? Is. Like and the whole time she wants
0: to help Johnny, but I mean she's scared to move because yeah. of Richard. And yeah. I know, because at oh. first I was like, why aren't you doing anything? But then she does go over to him as soon as Richard leaves. So clearly she was just, like, too nervous to move, which makes perfect sense. I'm sure I would be right there, too. But, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I wonder if, like, because, look, the first time we met Richard, he assaulted a young woman at the roadhouse. Then he ran a little boy over. And then he left a woman for dead. So, I don't know. Like, maybe if we had gotten some space between each of these things, like, I don't think it would be as bad because like it's adding something to that episode, but it just, yeah, it just feels super excessive. Even, you know, you bringing up Mr. C and Daria, as difficult as that is, it's not excessive in my opinion, like. Right. It's just gruesome. It's done and it's gruesome, but it's done and it's over. And I think at that point, it is still making a point about Mr. C. And the exactly. kind of, like, nonchalance that we're going to see from him. But I don't know. Again, I, I'm sure that, like, much. like this is what he's supposed to be. I mean, I'm not saying that Richard should all of a sudden have a scene where he's completely humanized or we look at him yeah. through a different lens. Like, I don't think we need that, but we just maybe didn't need this.
1: Roger informs Todd that Ike's been captured and meets with Anthony.
0: Todd tells Anthony to set up Dougie with the midterms for insurance fraud. This was the other scene where I was like, there's so many double crossings, but and also yeah. like just like the diabolical scheming that's going on. And I was like, and I'm losing track of who's doing what to who. And it all feels so like nostalgic. I love it.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. And I I love the fact that You know, Todd is just so direct with him where he's like, don't sit down. Don't sit down. Don't say a word. Mm -mm. You know, basically, if you don't don't get the Mitchums to kill Dougie, you're going to have to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, this is what we've seen of Mr. Sinclair so far. I'm like, you better hope the Mitchums could get the job done because you were hiding under your desk when when they came into the office. Like, what? So... But yeah, total with the double crossing and everything and everybody's interwoven and everything like that. Yeah. Now my favorite part of the episode. Okay. Constance and Albert share a meal while Tammy and Gordon spy. So cute. I'm just so happy to see Albert having a fucking meal with Constance. And I love, like, I don't know what the dialogue is, but the way his hand is outstretched to her. He's obviously, she's giggling. Um, I don't know if he oh, ever it's actually going well. cracks his, But I am just like, this is phenomenal. And then you pan over to Gordon just peeping, like a little kid watching, like, one of their older siblings on a date or something. It's just so great. It's I love
0: so it. sweet. It's so sweet. And you can tell he's making Constance laugh. And, I mean, you're right. We don't ever really see if, like, he's laughing or, like, but, right. but you can tell that Albert's relaxed. Like, it's just in his body language. Like you said, like, the arm across the table. It's very, very sweet. Now, why Gordon and Tammy are touching each other like that is beyond me, but... I wasn't even going to bring Tammy into it,
1: but now that you have... Also, I didn't like, I was like, fuck you, Tammy. I was full Diane vibes in this one moment when she was like, uh, the lady from the morgue?
0: It's her that, okay, so I did watch with captions on my second watch. And I couldn't tell if it was like, um, if Constance was saying something. But that makes way more sense that she said it. No, oh my no, God, no. what a bitch. It
1: was her. And then because I was watching and Gordon was like, uh-huh, you know, like, yeah, yeah. But I was like.
0: Don't you, you couldn't dare. learn her name? It's yeah, not like, like you met that many people in Buckhorn.
1: Don't disparage either one of these people at this dinner table, okay? <sighs> okay, Tammy. Like, like I said, I wasn't going to bring her up, but since you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Anthony arrives at the Silver Mustang to talk to the Mitchums. <laughs> they send Candy to get him, and after a riveting conversation, she finally brings him in. Um, he lays the groundwork to set up Dougie, and the Mitchums devise a way to exact revenge. I love this scene. Yeah. I, it's just, it's so stupid because, okay, like we talked about earlier with Candy, it's, and I know that Candy is like the main um, pink girl, I, or she's the one that we get like the, a lot of the interaction between yeah. the Mitchums with. I love how this is p- panned out, because first she smacks Rodney, right? And she's so upset about it. Then they do all this work to comfort her, you know, and be like, Candy, I'm fine. Look, look, I'm okay. Yeah. Everything's cool. And she can't be, and she also can't be distracted by a martini, because old gal tries to bring her a martini, too, and she's like, no. Yeah, she, like, like, pushes her
0: away, yeah.
1: no. Okay, so now we've got Candy, though, where it's like, hello, Earth to Candy. Hey, Candy.
0: (laughs) But also, she's got a fucking attitude, too. (laughs) Man, like, she... Like, the way she leaves the room, you want me to go down there and get him (laughs) and bring him back up here? And then when (laughs) she gets back with him, she does a fucking curtsy? That is petty. She has an attitude now.
1: And I'm here for it because I'm yeah. like, ma'am, mm-hmm. you have got balls the size of, I don't know, uh, the world.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> you were
1: just breaking down about smacking this guy in the face and now you're catching an attitude. Um, I love it, though, also because it's like, you know... You don't hear the conversation that's happening on the floor, but I love the hammos where she's
0: like, and it's like, what is she talking about? Because she's gesturing to all these things. Well, because I wanted to ask you, like, do you think she was actually talking about the version layer, which is the inversion layer, uh, and like how lucky they are to have air conditioning? I mean, perhaps (sighs) she might have said something like, we
1: are lucky to have air conditioned cooling in the building, but... I don't believe anything else about it. Uh, I don't know why. Don't ask me why. But I'm just like, I i don't get this. The words don't match up to the movements that were
0: happening on no, the screen. Damn. No. To me, it was almost like she was recounting all of the machines that Mr. Jackpots had played on or something. He like, yeah, he won all over there and then he went all over there or something like that. Or but, like
1: giving him or like showing him like over here are the penny slots. Sure. Over yeah. here is the high Just dollar. Just giving him a tour.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that. Oh. yeah, that sort of makes more sense, but... And the way the Muslims
1: are just watching her and then Bradley's like it's been fucked for fucking hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That is really good. I mean, I love this scene just cuz it's so extended. What the fuck is going on? It's so weird. There's so much silence and then all of a sudden Bradley is just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and he just breaks that silence so perfectly.
1: It's great. Yeah. And, and I- another one of my favorite scenes like with the Mitchums and Candy you know a lot of my favorite scenes are going to be with the Mitchum brothers when we start getting more and more of them now oh yeah uh but yeah I just I don't know what it is about this but it's just so great um and then obviously yeah and it's also the way that they react when Anthony tells them nothing they don't give him anything they don't give him shit but then after he leaves they're like
0: yeah 30 million dollars i love that they play it so cool in front of him though because you know that's making anthony shit his pants like oh absolutely. he is not convinced that he did what he needed to do in this position
1: 100 percent. i love <laughs> yeah. and that's great obviously i guess that's mob boss mentality i don't know but like yeah where it's like don't don't show him your cards uh, no nope. no pun intended there nope. but yeah you know like keep your cool
0: <laughs> yes. and then
1: lose it after they walk out of yes. the room <laughs> Oh, Gordon doodles an arm and an animal with horns. I don't know. He has a vision of Laura, but it's actually Albert. Um, He has Diane's text, which came from Mexico. Her response is interesting. And then Tammy arrives with an image of Mr. C in the box in NYC.
0: Yeah. Well, starting at the end there, big reveal, I guess, that Mr. C is connected to the glass box. What did she call it? The penthouse murders or something? The penthouse murders, yeah. Right. When she said that, I was like, the penthouse murder. I was like, we no. got a new case.
1: I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, <laughs> Sam right. Tracy. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's, that's so, fight. it's
0: such a fancy name though. I love it. The penthouse murders.
1: <laughs> okay, but who's in the photo with Mr. C?
0: So, does it look to you like this man is wearing like a lab coat? Like, is this is this man like, Constructing the box and doing some sort of like science with it.
1: It's either that or this is absolutely nuts. When I tell you, at first I was like, "Is that Gandhi or is that like um <laughs> the like Buddha? Like Who, who is that in the? <laughs> who is that like in there? Is it a monk? I don't that know.
0: Is not where I thought you were going. That's amazing. No, but
1: because at first it looks like an old. At first it looks like an old guy. And like a shroud or something. But then mm. the more you look yeah, at okay. it. no, I can see exactly like. Or is it someone. Like a scientist Like in a lab. Or something. But I. Yeah. So. But I was like. When was this photo taken? This is not what Sam and Tracy saw. Are they. This goes back right. to all the questions I had. About who's monitoring this. And why. Yeah, Because at some point. If something were to come into that box, like that should would that should have gone to
0: whoever you know was monitoring like immediately, that, so. yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, well, and Tammy or, does say that that photo came from one of the earliest. Okay, I don't think she said tapes, but memory cards. I don't know, whatever. Uh, okay, got
1: you. Yeah. Uh, so it, uh, to me, I did it's like that. they're
0: still setting things up, or like.
1: Mr. Okay. C was
0: like consulting with who I see as a scientist for some reason. On, like, and uh, so how's the box technology coming along? Like, are we ready to trap how's something? Th- are these double pane windows? Thank yes. you. Okay,
1: are they energy efficient?
0: We're really, <laughs> but we're serious about that. Like, and we yes. do want to get some solar panels. We are, you know, we're very green focused here. I may be an yeah. evil genius, but that doesn't mean I don't care about the environment, okay? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's good. I real. do work
1: with old technology, but I am here for the new advancements in solar well, energy. You
0: know, here's the thing. Using the old technology, it just means that I'm using things until they're actually, you know, unusable. I'm I'm not just getting the new updates immediately and throwing my junk out. So it is what it I is. I love
1: this. I love it. So the text with Diane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so I should because, say in an earlier uh,
0: episode, I was like, oh, maybe Gordon thinks that something's off with Diane. Like maybe he doesn't hug her back because he feels something is wrong. I legitimately did not remember that that was a thing. Oh, I believe you. Here we are. I believe yeah.
1: you. Yeah, because uh, yeah, well, immediately I was like, OK, so he did get a feeling yeah. Cause same here. I That's the thing, like little details like this. I miss when I'm thinking broad picture of yeah. what all happens in the return, obviously, so, yeah, and I I find that so interesting because he was so, um like, caring for her and everything, like, after she met with Mr. C. Like, yeah, in hindsight, you're right. Yes, he he did have a, a concern-type look on his face, but I was like, he played it so cool as to not yeah. alert her, I guess, yeah. you know, that he would be on to her. But how do they... So how do they have her tags? I mean, obviously... The obvious answer is they're the FBI, duh. But it's like it just feels like it's such a secret burner type, and the way that Albert says the signal originally was from Philly and then to Mexico and then to here, so
0: and it's she's like, also
1: sending messages that are super
0: encrypted, apparently. So
1: yeah, right. And her messages said um, they have Hastings; he's going to take them to the site. So yeah, a lot of questions here, I guess, just about you know, like. If Gordon didn't say anything to Albert, then what set in motion the plan to try to get Diane's text? Right. I mean, I, I guess
0: I just assume as soon as they had that moment in the parking lot and Gordon felt something was off. It was just off screen that he talked yeah. to Albert and or called somebody and was like, we need to get a tap on this phone. I don't know how those things work, but I assume the FBI can be like, here's the number and tap it for us. Let's go. We got some suspicious activity or whatever. True. I mean, especially if it's like somebody that I was going to say, do we think that they somehow had access to her already because she used to work for the FBI, so they could already. But I mean, it's a new phone, clearly from whenever she worked there before. Like, I don't know. So that
1: I guess that's my main thing is because I'm thinking to myself, it's it's a it's been a while, obviously, since they've been in contact with her, right? But it's so it's a new phone for her, and I don't know a lot about burners, but I thought the whole reason for burners were that they're not traceable. So I guess that's where a lot of my questions come in to where like... Is her I guess phone for is sure not a, burn- a burner?
0: Right, because... I don't... Is it an what iPhone? I was about to say. Yeah. It is, yeah. So... You're but right. I, hers mean, I don't know, be. though. Can iPhones be burners? I don't know. We, we will find out in a couple episodes that Mel's and I are pretty down with a certain crime syndicate, but that doesn't mean yes. that we know about... <laughs> Burners and tapping phones and all that. Right. Right.
1: We're just at the we're at the peasant level of that crime (laughs) syndicate. There. Okay. We're not
0: at the we're not high level. No. 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 We are not arm wrestling anybody. (laughs) And that is a teaser for what's to come.
1: (laughs) I love it.
0: Sylvia calls a
1: bit. Oh, sorry. No. I
0: I was gonna say, should we talk about also the stuff with Gordon? We kind of. Went right to the end there, but oh gosh, you're right. The, yeah. Um, what do you think that is in the picture? Like, what is he drawing?
1: Okay, so at first, before we zoom in on what he's actually drawing, I mean, I could tell that he was drawing an arm. Yeah. And so before you get an oversight, or no, when you, when you see above it, yeah, yeah. yeah, oversight. When you get a look, when you know. get a
0: close up of it or the whatever, aerial yeah. view. Yeah. Um, when you get the I bird's was... eye.
1: Yeah, there you go. I was like, so he's drawing an arm, but at first, what turns out to be, I guess, antlers or horns, I thought it was a tree. So I was like, he's Same. drawing an arm. Yeah. But like, then you see this weird animal. the of the arm,
0: because he's got an actual arm, but then he's got the tree happening. Yeah. Yeah. What is that animal? I mean, like, <laughs> Wyndham Earl in a horse
1: costume? I don't know. <laughs>
0: know what yes. that thing is no 100 percent. because <laughs> the arm reminds me of that scene in oh my gosh it's like towards the end of season two when bob is reaching out from behind the curtains and we just see his arm right yes and so yes this is definitely Wyndham earl in the costume because he's just he's somehow connecting all of these things that were connected in season two i love this
1: Okay, it's canon. I love yep. it. There yep. it is. Done. We figured it out. Done.
0: Crack Boom. The case. And then we see Laura. That's one of my favorite moments in the return too. When he just sees Laura, who I think it's the scene when she's gone to Donna's place, crying and so upset. But for some reason, that's what he sees.
1: Yeah, I'm like, well, Gordon is. Uh, we've always he's so said tapped he's tapped in. into yeah. something. Yeah, but this just gives even more like leverage to that. I don't even know if you would call it a theory, but just yeah, like this makes it even more obvious to me. I I have to say though, it's just funny that as it's like dissolving, it's just it's just Albert's face, (laughs) and he's just kind of like, and he looks behind him like,
0: what's going on? Like,
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it. So So if there had to be anybody behind that overlay of Laura, I'm glad it was Albert. Yes. Well, Sylvia calls Ben about Richard. They argue over the money and he asks Beverly to dinner. Okay. Yeah. We don't have to talk much about this, but I will tell you, this is why I was saying in the previous episode that I don't buy Ben's shit. Because here he is on the phone with Sylvia, his, I guess, ex-wife at this point, but Why you got the wedding ring on then? Well, lots of questions here. But the fact that She is telling you that she was violently assaulted by your grandson and you're like, I'm not giving you
0: any more money. I mean, that is just bullshit. I mean, Sylvia is kind of nuts about it, too. And like, I want to give her more compassion because this did just happen to her. Um, like, but her reaction isn't great either. Like, oh, you don't care about me, I guess. Like, when Ben is asking about his own son, which is a fair That's fucking true. question. Like, I think both of them come off pretty bad from that scene. But we were Super right. Petty. We were right to not think that Ben is, like, some, quote, unquote, good man, like Beverly said. Yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No.
1: And then, obviously, that that was the trigger point for That's him all to be like, needed. fine, I'm taking Beverly out on the town. <laughs> yep. Well, Margaret calls Hulk with a message. Electricity is humming. You hear it in the mountains and rivers. You see it dance among the seas and stars and glowing around the moon. But in these days, their glowing is dying. What will be in the darkness that remains? The Truman brothers are both true men. They are your brothers. And the others, the good ones who have been with you. Now the circle is almost complete. Watch and listen to the dream of time and space. It all comes out now, flowing like a river. That which is and is not. Hulk. Lara is the one.
0: Like poetry. Like I can't the most even. inspiring words that have ever been strung together. It's I watched that scene multiple times. And if, Same. I mean, that is one hell of a way to cap all of this off. God, it's so beautiful. It's
1: so beautiful and obviously poetic like you say too, and it's so the descriptions are so candid, I guess, that the whole time she was talking, you can close your eyes and you can you mm-hmm, can see and hear mm-hmm. everything she's that she's describing here yep. and saying. And God, it is so Good. I mean, any time Margaret talks to Hawk, I fucking love it. But this right here, I was like, okay. There will not. There'll be another scene later on that also gets me on the fucking gut. But this one, I was like, this is beautiful.
0: Yeah. Like, really. There's, what else can you say? Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And it just like it gets me so pumped about certain things because even just the the line the circle is almost complete like what do you mean what circle and what how is it completing and what's happening and what does that mean for the story like it's just it's it's one sentence that just like inspires so much excitement in me about what's to come in the rest of these episodes like
1: yeah so great yes and I, i i obviously also love the the scenes, though, because hawk well, between hawk and Margaret, because yeah. also he lets her talk. He doesn't say so it, lovely. and you can tell. Yes, and he's taking in everything that she's yeah. saying, and she's not outright saying certain things, but it's like the way that she's describing and 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 the, everything that she's laying out, and he is just taking it all in. It's just perfection. This is what I love from the return. Yeah. Is is this Hawk and Margaret, like, together, and, oh, God. It's truly gorgeous. It. Yeah.
0: And then, I, I mean, yeah. something about the way she even just says Laura is the one, I just wrote, damn right, like, yeah, she definitely is, yeah. Yes. And if you Absolutely. ever didn't think so, like, Log Lady gonna tell you that that is the truth. She just confirmed, mm-hmm. yes. Confirmed, yes. Log Lady.
1: <laughs> confirmed. Um, and then we get a beautiful. I mean, it just the the ending performance fits so well with what we just saw with Hulk yeah. and Margaret. Yeah. But uh Rebecca Del Rio with no stars, I f- just love this song. I love her. Her She's voice a powerhouse how, powerful. God, oh, yeah. so good. And so honestly, you leave the episode. Like heavy, but not in a bad way, but just yeah. filled with so much like feeling good and like i don't I don't know how to describe it, you know like it's like
0: I, it's like a I very, don't know how to describe it the song mixed with Margaret's words is a very like soul nourishing feeling, like it's not very easy to explain because the way it hits you is so deep, and like it connects with something that feels un put words around a bull, <laughs> yeah yeah no
1: I, exactly yeah.
0: yeah it's a feeling and it's it's a good it's a good thing it's i think without the hawk and margaret scene this song doesn't work as well at the end it's too nice right like, and i don't mean it's not poppy and Cynthia like chromatics or whatever but it's too like it's too Heartfelt and genuine, and like I said, soulful that without the Margaret speech, like it doesn't work, I don't think. But it's such a great way to end the episode.
1: I agree. Oh, so good.
0: Mm -hmm. So good. Mm -hmm. And
1: did you know that that's Moby? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. I was, (laughs) all right. Listen, I didn't the first time around, but let me tell you what I don't even know what I was reading. I can't, I was going down a a David Lynch rabbit hole about something. But I realized that he directed one of Moby's videos. I didn't, I did not know that. And so I was like, that's cool. I didn't realize that he directed Moby's video, whatever. So then when I was watching it, I was like, that's Moby. Oh my God. (laughs) Like
0: You were primed and ready to see Moby.
1: (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, had I not absorbed that knowledge like a couple of days later or earlier, I don't, no, because I didn't pick him out the first time around, yeah. you know, but, uh, yeah, I was like, Bobby, there you are. Okay. I see you st- sneaking into Twin Peaks.
0: <laughs> Great oh, ending. Wonderful. Well, did you enjoy it? Listeners? We'd love to hear your thoughts on part 10. Oh my goodness. Part 10. Um, Get in touch with us. Come hang out with us on the socials. Uh, We're at damn fine TV on Instagram and on Twitter. But like we're so bad at Twitter that people who appear on our episodes actually tweet about the episodes before we get around to it. So probably don't hit us up there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I say that every time I think when we mention Twitter. I'm like, it just is what it is. I mean, the visual
0: beauty of Instagram is the winner. So
1: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah.
0: Well, also,
1: hey, run out there uh, to your podcast platform. Dangle, sprinkle, sprinkle, jangle. Give us <laughs> some stars. Um, yeah. We like five, but you know what? Let us know. Are you loving it? Drop a comment in there. We love to have feedback. We love to read that. So Do you have
0: no stars like Rebecca Del Rio? That would be oh. sad.
1: boom boom. Well, it would be sad, but it would be great. Episode. But it would be
0: good. You could put you could give us 5 stars but then title the review no stars. No stars. And that would there be like a go. cool inside joke, right? So
1: I love that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so you could do that. You could also come check us out on Patreon. Lots of fun stuff happening over there. We just sent out another round. of Well, by the time this airs, that won't necessarily be true, but we recently sent out another round of postcards and stickers to all of our amazing patrons. Um, we're always coming up with new sticker ideas, too, so it's yes. worth it. It's so worth it. Fun. I mean, if you like stickers, I don't know. If you don't like stickers, I don't know what to tell you, but...
1: If you You like getting mail like I do, I'm obsessed with the mail. As long as it's not involving Chad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're going to get patron mail. You're going to get exclusive videos, early access to episodes, Discord channel. Lots of fun stuff. Lots of fun stuff. Yeah. Um, do well, we do the
1: dedications at the end?
0: Oh my god, we forgot the dedication. Okay, I uh, well,
1: I was starting to question Ugh. myself. I was like, have we been doing it at the end? Or no. am I okay
0: who are we dedicating this episode to, Mel's?
1: Okay, this episode first, hold on. Let's A moment of silence, mm-hmm. an RIP to the fly that lost its life mm. on Rodney's face. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You will be missed, little fly.
0: Mm-hmm. You will be missed. Buzz buzz, baby. Buzz buzz. Buzz buzz. <laughs> <laughs> um now here's a question. Do you have any spoilers? Because I do not. I do not either. No. Alright. Well no i guess no spoiler section this week then i i had none and i thought maybe something would come up while we were recording that i would make a note about although you'd oh 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 we're gonna be heading into the spoiler section so anybody not joining us we will see you next time for part 11 and thank you for listening yes bye-bye And we are back in the spoiler slash connection section. Okay. So the thing that I had to bring up, which totally, like, I would not have remembered this unless I did that whole little spiel. But the thing that I had wanted to bring up in part nine that I totally forgot that I made you and Agent Ivy, like, sit around while I scrolled back through the episode to see if I could, like, ping my memory. Oh, yes. I did add a little bit of, like, where my brain was at onto the last episode, but I figure I'll bring it up with you here. And I swear to God, if my brain fails me in this moment, I'm going to get a new one.
1: It's not going to happen.
0: So basically – it is. It is. It is. (laughs) Okay. No. The thing with Diane and Duncan Todd being the in-between of the text – right. What I had wanted to say in that moment was – it's never been a huge sticking point for me that it's difficult to tell if is Diane working with Mr. C? does she know she's working with Mr. C because that first interaction at the prison it very much seems like they have not seen each other since that one night, which you know we know what happens by the time we get to part sixteen. that seems like the first time that they're interacting after all of that, and yet. She's clearly receiving texts from him. She's clearly messaging him back. When she sends off the coordinates, I think in part 16, she says, like, Cooper, I hope this works. So, again, it's never been a huge sticking point for me, but it's always been really confusing to know, like, is she a double agent? Is she specifically working for Mr. C? Does she know she's a Tulpa? Does she not know she's a Tulpa? what where is the line there and the duncan todd being the in between the intermediary kind of um tightens up a lot of those loose ends because whether or not diane is aware of her tulpaness uh the fact that she doesn't know who's sending these texts kind of yeah just like tightens up those loose ends a little bit for me it's tricky because it's like it's kind of just like a oh that could be what it is. And like there's not a lot of maybe there's gonna be more room to explore it the further that we get. Like
1: Yeah. I'm in, I'm <laughs> I'm interested to see that more. I, cause I'll I'll definitely pay more attention to that. Because I mean, truthfully, like you said, she does say Cooper. She doesn't say like Mr. C right. or Doobly Doo, whatever he's known <laughs> <Yeah>. as. <laughs> um, you know, like yeah. we so right, like what's been programmed in her... Yes. ...in her tulpaness, you know, because it happens so suddenly when she snaps out of, I'm not who I am, you know, whatever. Yes. So it would make sense if she didn't really know who she was communicating with, and then it makes all what happened at the prison more genuine because it is a genuine interaction. Right. And she's just communicating with a box, a red box on Duncan Todd's laptop. <laughs> or yes. whatever. Yes.
0: And I mean, because even. It makes,
1: well, I was just going to say, because even using information that we learn in this episode about how this the texts are transmitting Philadelphia to Mexico. Yes. And I'm like, Mexico? Right. So, right. Like, it would just seem like there is an in-between somewhere. Because otherwise it would be pinging off of the burner phone or whatever that Mr. C has, which would not be in either one of those locations.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think when we... uh must have been, what, part five, I guess? No, part seven. When does she meet him? Up? When does she meet him in the prison? Part seven? Whatever part it is, it doesn't matter. <sighs> yeah. We said, like... Does Diane go back and forth between knowing she's a talpa and not knowing she's a talpa? But even that doesn't fully kind of explain why the interaction with Mr. C felt so like first time ish. And again, right. the Duncan Todd thing kind of just helps clear that up in a way. But absolutely. So I was listening back to. Uh, what was I doing? I was making another outtakes episode. And so I was listening to obviously stuff that got edited out. And part of our conversation about Duncan Todd was like, which I know it's in the outtakes episode. So people have already heard it at this point, but we even said he must be a go-between for something. And then we just like never went back to that. But anyway.
1: Love this. Yeah. Love it.
0: So not a super huge spoiler or anything, but I did say on part nine that I would hit you up in part 10. So,
1: (laughs) And I love that. I mean, I love that that's, yeah, because it, it does bring some well, I say clarity, but it does, like you said, tighten up yeah. some of those things that we're starting to kind of question about who's actually interacting with who and whatnot. So yeah. I love it. Yeah.
0: Only other thing I could say is that the thing that Gordon is drawing might be an elk and it might be connected to the bar that Sarah goes to, but that was not worth having a spoiler section. So I wasn't gonna just come to the spoiler section to do that. <laughs> but if it is because when he is seeing Laura,
1: he does hear Sarah say Yes, Laura. yes, yes. Could and is be. there
0: a hand that comes out behind the face mask, face plate thing, whatever that she pulls off? Is I don't know. I'm going to have
1: to watch that because all I can really remember is the smile. But I feel like something else comes out of there. I just... Right I without watching the scene again, yeah. I can't yeah. I can't say. So
0: maybe so. I mean, because I I would love for whatever he's drawing to somehow have conjured, helped to manifest, called upon Laura's spirit in some way to then appear there. Like Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's and drawing it, I mean, a little te- sigil or something and it's right. invoking. And her. it's
1: telling that because it what is the significance of Sarah yelling.
0: Laura, you know what I mean. Except for I mean, and it's going to be huge in part eighteen. But exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: Ooh, so good. Okay, so we did have. All right. Well, I'm glad we came here.
0: We came to this section.
1: Me too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if that's all for this week,
1: just remember: you fuck us once, shame on
0: us. You fuck us twice, shame on you. You dead. (laughs) have you ever eaten moldy chocolate the tardigrade i'm jasmine swear on satan i'll do that (laughs) that's (laughs) my head canon okay into it into it into it into
1: it all of it i'm Mel's. i love it dumb 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 dumb
0: Wait a minute. (laughs) And if you're watching TV. I love it. Make sure it's damn fine TV.
1: This is amazing.
0: That was awesome. Oh my God. Okay.